in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Mickey! Welcome, everybody, to the Prop Showzel. We are the Prop Showzel, as we were last week, and as we will hopefully be next week, without a rapid change of format. We've got quite a special episode for you today. I don't know if you know this, Vicky, but it is... Well, what, what do you think? Why do you think this episode is so special? I've got no idea. Ben said that it was. he's got big things for today, but he doesn't want to warn me what they are. Yeah, I thought I would surprise you on air with the fact that it is our four-year Ramblooversary. Is it really? Indeed. So I thought we started in, like, June. Well, there's a few different options from where you could pick our anniversary. <laughs> but I have chosen in the past to go by our first podcast. Okay, yes. So for everyone who isn't familiar with the show, we started Insane Ramblings. Insaneramblings.net. Yeah, if you want to check it out, which it was the podcast that we did before this radio show. Mm. And so... We uh, started that, I think it was on the 23rd of May. Wow, good memory. I had no idea. 2009. So, yeah, it's been a while. So every year I like to do something a little special to try and (laughs) celebrate. What makes it easy for me is that's also the day I got together with my current datee. What do you mean? So that's the same day. Not, yeah, like the 23rd is the same date. But not of May. No, not of May. But if you remind me of the um, Rambleversary then I've got a fairly good reminder that I've missed our anniversary by about two months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should really uh, get an apology present. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speak, speaking of your day tea scenario. Yes. I was in, well, this is a weird link, but go with me for a second. All right. I was in the dentist during All right. the week. He's not a dentist. Correct. Five points. And <laughs> Thank you. Every... Are we playing how well do you know your day tea? We're just playing. Because um... I feel like I'll beat you at that game, to it, be fair. It's a very simple game. Dentist or not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you want to play another round? Ben Moore. Not. <laughs> oh, another five points for Vicky Smith. So, uh, uh, Mark Simkus. Dentist? Yes, he's my dentist <laughs> in Hurstbridge. <laughs> See, I'm quite good at this. I, I had to use the uh, process. Dr. Rockman. Not a dentist? Very good, my GP. Oh. <laughs> Doing shout outs to yes. all the medical profession this morning. So, uh, yeah, I was in the dentist chair and... Uh, in my particular dentist, I don't know how common practice is, but they've got a TV on the roof. Hey, hang on, I've got one. Sarah. Mm, that's very unspecific. I'm going to go dentist. Ooh, it's on the line. Dental nurse. Ooh, what do okay. you do with that? Well, you didn't give me a last name, so it could have been any Sarah. True, but she's a dental nurse. Right, she's well, my dental nurse. Half a point, perhaps. All right, half a point. So, uh, so yeah, I was watching the TV on the roof. Oh, I love that. Yeah, my dentist has that. I was talking to someone during the week to try and gauge whether or not this was common practice. I'm pretty sure my dentist, I don't know, actually. And they were telling me how they didn't have a tea on the roof, but whenever I go, it's always tuned to Entertainment Tonight. 
<laughs> that seems to be like the one show that's on when I'm at the dentist. I don't know if it's just because of the time that I choose or they've got a 24-7 hotline of entertainment tonight going. See, my old doctor used to always show that Better Health channel. I'm like, get off my back. I'm here. Yeah, you're already doing the hard yards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, I was talking to a, a friend during the week and she said they didn't have a TV on the roof of her dentist, but right. they just had uh, pictures of celebrities on the roof. <laughs> That's the budget version. Yeah, yeah, it's the budget version of Entertainment Tonight. That's so weird, just pictures of celebrities. Yeah, I was like, well, we really need people to look at Scarlett Johansson when they're getting their teeth cleaned. It's (laughs) the most soothing position we can put people in. I think I'd prefer, like, puppies or something, wouldn't you? Well, I I was... I know, once a year or so, once every six months, I, I'm happy to hear what Mario Lopez has oh, to no, say. Oh, no, no, yeah, if you've got entertainment tonight, if we've just got pictures glued to the ceiling. You think puppies would be a better choice? Yeah, I think, like, maybe animals or some sort of soothing scene. I don't get much out of looking at celebrities. I see. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe like, should... a couple pages from a thriller novel. But wouldn't that leave you on a cliffhanger almost? Uh... Well, then I'd come back to the dentist more often. Yeah, they should change point. it every six months. Yeah, yeah, you've got impetus to Yeah, it's return. like, then... Joseph pulled his gun and... What? What did he do? Yeah, make your next appointment after June. (laughs) (laughs) That's when the next page will be up. I think that'd be awesome. I think we're onto something. (laughs) Proposal one of the show. But I already did propose this at some point throughout Insane Ramblings or the prop shows or that when I um, they thought I'd broken my spine and I had to be spinal boarded for five hours. I have no idea about this story. Really? You've never heard? I collapsed in a hospital and when I woke up, they were doing the don't move, don't move. So what's spinal boarding? Is that like a metal rod to make sure... No, you lay on like this flat board and they keep your neck in like a foam thing so you can't move except to look at the ceiling and I was like that for five hours so I was like if only someone would hologram a book on the ceiling that would be amazing you'd have at least a little uh, alleviation to your tension of having to keep your neck craned in that position for so long well the thing holds you in that position but Mm. all you can do is look at the ceiling so I didn't even bother to try and call a visitor like they're like do you want us to call anyone I'm like why it could be anybody (laughs) like I wouldn't know if it was my dad or not I need Spider-Man to come visit me so he can (laughs) hover above me maybe maybe Ethan from Mission Impossible Lower like I would have to ceiling. ask him a series of security questions to even know it was my dad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could just be a very good impersonator. Yeah, what was the last license plate of your car? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, that doesn't help me. I didn't even know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, while I was watching Entertainment Tonight, Mario Lopez was yes. discussing his celebrity pass. Oh, right. But he is a celebrity, so that's a bit unfair. He should have a normie pass, like <laughs> that librarian or something. You think that if uh, the celebrities don't have a regular person pass, then we'll never match up? It's yeah. It's like if your, yeah, if your exactly. celebrity pass is Mario Lopez and his... He's got a celebrity pass of, like, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Everyone's shooting for the stars. His happened to be Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, the Khaleesi. Is that the blonde one? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so unless both of their celebrity passes are each other, they're never going to be able to take advantage of this situation. Well, I just don't think a celebrity should have a celebrity pass because it's more realistic. Well, they could potentially hook up with these people anyway. Yeah, exactly. But the whole idea for anyone who's unfamiliar with the concept of a celebrity pass is that if you're in a relationship... You are completely faithful outside of this one pre-selected celebrity. Yeah. If Ben's you... being Antonia Kitman. No, that was... <laughs> <laughs> that was your suggestion. Yes. A weird suggestion. Agreed. I, I, I remember uh, when we discussed I was just this. saying somewhat, if you're going to have a celebrity pass, don't shoot for the stars because you're wasting it. You're never going to meet, you know, 
Ava Mendes. That was that was the point was that I chose Girl from Josie and the Pussycats, Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, good luck meeting her and convincing her to date you. Yeah. So you thought that it was a stretch that I'd ever bump into her. But Antonia Kidman, if I aim lower, an Australian yeah. celebrity. Like a minus Australian a celebrity. Yeah. Like so- go for like... Oh, who's that? Lavinia Nixon. <laughs> is she also, she seems constantly pregnant. Is she perpetually oh, really? pregnant? I've Every been... time I watch the weather, which is like once a year, she's pregnant. Again. Yes. <laughs> Maybe she, that's her gimmick. Like, <laughs> you know, some weathermen use a weird I'm feeling in my pointer. waters. It's going to be warm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was, I was Maybe thinking... her baby is like Punxsutawney Phil. It, it, what, if... If she gives birth, there's another six weeks of winter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I don't really know how this analogy works. Do we have to wait for a shadow of her baby bump? <laughs> no, I was just thinking, yeah, if she has the baby, if it appears. Then what? Then, oh, then, then we get another more weeks more winter. of winter. I yeah. see. Yeah, and so she has to constantly get pregnant in time for uh, winter next year. <laughs> but anyway, how does this relate to my fellow JT, Michael? Because now that you are in a uh, relationship, I think is serious enough that we have to uh, determine these things. Determine because what? If he's a dentist, no, no, he who, isn't. Okay, we already established that. <laughs> I've determined that. Date have, one. <laughs> <laughs> we have to establish who your celebrity pass is because you can't just be six months into a relationship, bump into Antonia Kidman. And, and be then, like, yeah, that was her. Sorry, I didn't yeah, mention it. It was her all along. So I, I, feel I don't like, really have one. I feel lame. I'm going to do the lame relationship thing and ruin the show. You're going to forgo your celebrity past. Oh, I'm just that attracted to my fellow DT. Oh, you're going to give him a big head now. <laughs> you should be uh, putting him on the back foot. Just to, he needs to keep uh, I know. amping up his game. He's so. got to worry, like, what if Ryan Gosling does show up on the 86? <laughs> you never know. Being my local tram. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> So, uh, so not. What if he's standing behind her in line at lentil as anything? <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you're commonly, frequently lately? I, I like to eat there. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. It's good vegetarian fare right. for a good price. Well, your choice. Should we go with Ryan Gosling, or you're just picking no one? Well, yeah, I picked no one, but Ryan Gosling. Like, I feel frustrated about the Ryan Gosling situation. Here we go. Because I liked Ryan Gosling as. My favourite guy slash sweetheart. From the Mickey Mouse Club. Yes. No, from Lars and the Real Girl. And oh, I feel okay. like everyone else is like, oh, Ryan Gosling in the notebook. I love him now. And he's become huge. He's a massive heartthrob. That's an unorthodox choice. I and know. Because for anyone unfamiliar with Lars and the Real Girl, a movie about a guy in love with a blow-up doll. But or- it's one of my, like, I don't have a favourite. I find it hard to pick favourites. Sure. But if someone was like, tell us your favourite film or we're going to rip off your nipples. Like, that one would come to mind quite rapidly. torture? Yes. That would come to mind quite rapidly. So it's in, up there. It'd be up there. And yeah. So you feel like you were on the Gosling bandwagon before Drive, per se. Yes. And, all these ones and like The Notebook and stuff like that. When now he's, like, become huge. Yeah, he's like, well, even he's huge to women. All women find him attractive. I'm like, I could have nabbed him back in his Lars and the Real Girl days. <laughs> now you think that he's got such a selection of normie passes yeah that it's unlikely that you would ever get the opportunity but i i wouldn't need to sleep with him i wouldn't mind just hanging out with him so maybe can i have a hangout with them pass or maybe i don't even want to kiss them like i want to i would like either hugh jackman because he seems like such a nice person i reckon he'd be really fun to be friends with well he's also in a committed relationship so i don't think there would be much chance of both of you that's true but i just reckon he'd be super fun to hang out with what gives you that impression? I don't know. He just looks like a fun guy. <laughs> just a man with maracas. He, he's the Wolverine, but he can also sing and dance. What more do you want? Well, that's what I was thinking. He's the Wolverine, but he can 
turn away those claws to hold maracas. The man like, with maracas. Yeah. <laughs> you think that... He's the, <laughs> the immortal man with maracas. <laughs> you like to see the boy from Oz and X-Men combined into one storyline. That's right. So it's like after he's beat Magneto for the 50th time... He sings just, a song about how excited he is about it. He just hangs out on Broadway. <laughs> I haven't seen The Boy From Oz, but you're right. The maracas seem like an integral part of the plot from... <laughs> from the previews. The advertising. Yes. I think those maracas are what got Peter Allen to where he is today. Well, he's dead now, but I mean in terms of his <laughs> reputation. Where got him to where he was a few years yes. ago when he was at the peak of maraca. I don't think he maracaed himself to death. That's not what I was trying to say. Like, I can't put these down to eat or sleep. i just got to keep going. They're so much fun. <laughs> right, Cause well. of death. Joy of maraca use. Uh, not another one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Those hardened cops walk in. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, not another day on the job. <laughs> I just wish Wick would go by where there wasn't another percussion-based death on the job. <laughs> Last week, it was a man who couldn't stop beating his Cajun. <laughs> but this is way worse. I've Remember never that? seen anything so horrible. Remember the tambourine spree of 06? <laughs> God, that was hell on a hole. <laughs> but this is way worse. Everyone knows maracas are the most fun. God, we've got to ban castanets. <laughs> <laughs> what will people learn? <laughs> castanets are fun. <laughs> <laughs> and with that quote... I think what perfect time to go into a song. I assume less castanets, but uh, it's probably for the best because Spider Bait may have had a series of deaths on their hands. <laughs> That's right. We don't want people to suddenly die all across Melbourne because they find castanets so fun. So do you want to explain the theme of today's Today's song? theme songs is songs that start off nice. Well, it's Crazy X songs. Mm. So uh, bipolar songs, if that helps make... But basically uh, it's the crazy ex that they seem great at first and they're all sweet and things are going well and then suddenly they freak out mid-relationship slash song. So we've got a selection of these for you. We've got a great show on the other side of this. So stick around. We'll be right back. I have a great story, (laughs) RE Crazy Exes, coming up after the break from my fellow datey. We'll stick around for that. (laughs) We'll be right back with more Prop Shazel. By debate with Calypso, you're listening to the Prop Shows All. And that was part of our crazy, scary X songs that start off all sweet and then change halfway. And I have a, a story from my fellow DT Michael about some of the crazy girls he's dated. I thought this was pretty out there. All right. If you want to uh, contribute to the show in any way, text in 0427 767 767 if you've got a crazy girlfriend story or, or boyfriend. want to congratulate us on our four-year Ramblaversary. Whatever you <laughs> want to say, we'll... Uh, be glad to hear from you. Uh, so my fellow DT, last night we went out to Shanghai Dumpling House, my favourite dumpling house in Melbourne. One of the premier dumpling houses, I would say. I would say so. Blue Ribbon, if anything. Mm. Quick question, first of all. How many yes. times did they sing Happy Birthday while you were there? Just the once. And I said to Michael, it's probably not anyone's birthday. Don't get excited. As it was his <laughs> first time there. Yeah, if anyone unfamiliar, they do play it on heavy rotation over the speakers. <laughs> it's just a... Uh, a MIDI version by the sounds of it. No, it's changed. Did it upgrade it's it? It's quite loud as well. It goes, happy birthday <laughs> to you. I don't it's know quite why frightening. It is, the loudness is quite the factor. For yeah, them. it's quite loud and quite built up now. You it's not MIDI anymore. No, you try to have a nice relaxing dumpling and then Boom. every 30 it's seconds. Birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. All right, Maybe so. it's the dumpling's birthday. <laughs> Do you ever think of that? Those dumplings are being born out the back and they're trying to celebrate before they're devoured again on the same day. But do you celebrate a dumpling's birthday 
once per year as you do humans. No. Because <laughs> that would be quite the old uh, dumpling if they're trying to pass that off. No, I'm saying it's their birthday because it's the day they were born. Oh, I see. It's their, their first birthday. Like, yeah. They're being born that day. And then eaten. So they've got to get the song in a few times <laughs> because they might miss someone. Right. Okay. Every dumpling needs a special uh, way to start their life and end it. Exactly. Anyway, so we'd run out of soy <laughs> sauce. I always say. <laughs> yes. That's one of our oldest uh, adages. Yeah. Here at Insane Ramblings. Anyway, um, so we've got three tables, if you think about sort of a desk length, and they go next to each other if you've ever been to Shanghai Dumpling House. And you more or less just sit at these long tables with people you don't know, and there's a few rows of them. Oh, it's really? You were with strangers? Yeah, you always sit next to strangers because there's the two of us. I, I guess I've typically gone with a big group, so I haven't yeah. been putting that scenario. So anyway, we Wait, ran out of... did you make small talk with the strangers? No. Or? Okay. They weren't that close. But anyway, we ran out of a soy sauce, so my fellow DT says, can you turn around and grab that soy sauce off the table behind us? Because there was no one there, and it was maybe within half an arm's length behind. So I just had to turn around and grab it. It was no big deal. So I did, and he was like, oh, that's so sweet. That's such a nice thing to do. You're such a great girl. And I was like, well, isn't that just the normal thing to do? And he was like, no, that's really nice. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what human beings do. Like, what was I going to say? No, get up and get it yourself, which you would have been like a 250-metre walk you didn't around think, the two tables. You didn't think it was quite enough to warrant as many girlfriend points as you may have collected in that moment. Yeah, and then I said, what do you mean? And he was like, well, I used to have a girlfriend who wouldn't have done that. And I was like, what did she say? Like, no, get up and get it yourself. Like, around this table and around the next table and then all the way back when I can just reach it. And he'd say, because he said, can you? And then he said, no. She would say, stop telling me what to do. <laughs> you don't know me. Yeah. I don't get soy sauce for anyone. That's right. My hands don't grip things. <laughs> I have non-stick hands. How can you do this to me? <laughs> he thought that She thought he was parading her out in front of strangers to laugh at her. Yeah. Like, old slippery fingers can't grip for soy sauce. Look at all Teflon features. <laughs> I don't know if uh, you know this, but the backstory to that is that her parents were killed by soy sauce. <laughs> so if you can top that of weird things that ex-partners have said to you, feel free to text in on 0427-767-767. Uh, but Ben, it seems like you had a special present for me today on our, uh, our Rambleversary. Sure did. So as I mentioned in the opener, it's been four years since we started doing uh, shows together. Mm. Do you want to uh, actually take a guess at how many we've done over the course of four years? 80? Not a bad guess. I'll give you some stats. Okay. We've done 51 Insane Ramblings. Wow. This is our 27th prop showzel. That's not far off then. We've done five Get Serials. Oh, damn. We've done five Tokyo Slumber Parties. <laughs> My favourite. If you're going to listen to any series, if you're just new to the show, if you're going to listen to any series from our um, podcast pass, I would recommend the Tokyo Slumber Party. I feel like... They were great, but it's a bit of a high barrier to entry because we are very, very tired. Yes. My voice is almost like I'm dead on the first episode because <laughs> I just came off a 40-hour flight or something. And uh, and I'd cut down my speech to one word. Yeah. So it, we, <laughs> it's just all adjectives for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're, they're, there's some good stuff in there, but I feel like if you listen to it and you don't get it straight away, then don't give up on the show because that's not the usual from No, us. that's true. Uh, we also did two Planet of the Apes, where we guest starred on another person's show. Oh, yeah. And nine uh, in colours, which is our video episode. We've done nine in colours. Indeed. Wow. So that adds up to 99 podcasts that we've done together Whoa. as on our four-year ramble. So is today 100? Next week. Next week 100. is show 100. I feel like we should celebrate again. Well, <laughs> we can continue the celebrations. I don't see why we would. If anyone's trying to count and argue, there was one episode of Get Serial that got lost to... to 
the ether. Yes. So, uh, but we did go. It did get broadcast, so we don't have it on the website. But we were there. It was a show, <laughs> so don't feel like we're trying to cheat you here. So, in celebration, yes. I've tried to put together a little something, something. Okay. I uh, back in our first year Rambleversary, I played a clip from the very first show we did that mm. never made it to air. Oh yes, does that count in our? Um, no, I didn't count. I okay. didn't count that. If you if you include that, this could be episode 100. But that would be awesome. But no, uh, no I don't <laughs> think so. And that was from June 2008. So, wow. So you're right. If you want to count that as an anniversary, that was almost five years ago now. So it took a long time between drinks. Didn't yeah, you? I didn't realize that. It was 11 months between episodes between. <laughs> Our first failed attempt at a podcast, and then when we finally decided, all right, let's give this a shot. That really for real. Buff, like buffeted our confidence, obviously. Well, I think what happened was to paint the picture. Mm, that paint first, away. That first episode was basically us doing an audio commentary on the TV show One Tree Hill, which was amazing. That was when we first realised we were funny because <laughs> we were funnier than Chad Michael Murray. Is that a high bar? <laughs> I suspect not. You tell me. So. Uh, so we basically watched this teen drama, mm. which it's just a teen drama like the OC or anything like that, but focuses on basketball predominantly. Somewhat. In the first series, it sets that up that There's that's what it's about. Slant on basketball. And then towards the middle, you just sort of remember like, oh, yeah, I remember all that basketball in the start. So I assume we're still... In a basketball town. Yeah, but you know, just every so often there's a game or the coaches and the character and the cast. And that he was my favourite character. I tried to go back and listen to this show, which we recorded three hours worth of ramblings. Did we? Wow, okay. <laughs> I think there was about five episodes worth, <laughs> including deleted scenes. <laughs> and, and now we're going to play it all for yeah, you. Yeah, here you Strap go. yourselves in. Prop shows or listeners. <laughs> which, I don't know, I was listening to it back and I'm like, I can't believe... That there was a time in my life where a I knew I had who, time to do this. Yeah, <laughs> I knew who Mark Schwann was. Who's Mark Schwann? The, the producer the of One Tree Hill and director of One Tree Hill, the creator of the show. <gasps> and I was making jokes and references to him. <laughs> I was, we were making jokes and references about Tim. Do you remember Tim? I sure didn't. <laughs> the minor character in. One Tree Hill who just shows up randomly to make a uh, stupid remark at some stage and then leave again. (laughs) It's one of those things where it's like he started off as a minor character and then gradually I guess people were like, oh, we loved him. Let's bring him It's just like they run out of storylines for the main characters. (laughs) He was definitely filler, I'll give you that. How many breakups can one person have before they go to a psychiatric hospital? A lot, apparently. So I basically uh, wanted to try and sort through any of this three-hour uh, episode to see if there's anything worth broadcasting. <laughs> and there's not. It's time for a song. <laughs> it, there really isn't. The uh, The tough part is that we created what we called the cone of silence. <laughs> <laughs> and so because we didn't have proper uh, recording equipment, we basically just had a microphone that we... Taped to a chair. Yeah, in the early versions of the podcast, we just taped to a chair. But... Because the TV was on in the background, we're like, well, it's going to pick up all this uh, noise from the TV. How mm. do we avoid this? So we created out of paper a cone <laughs> that we... For what? Us and the microphone? No, just for the microphone. So <laughs> we angled it towards ourselves in hopes that that would drown out any of the background noise and we would just be able to pick up ourselves. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> um, it was obviously... a multi-directional microphone. And yes, and paper did not do much to stop that. Apparently. <laughs> um, How old are we? We I were was, like, I, was I think 20. I was 17. Oh, so 19. I was 19. Yeah, I was on the verge of my 21st birthday. 
I know why it was 11 months then. I went to France. Oh, okay. Yes, I went and lived in France in the intervening time. That, that did put a, a bit of a barrier between episodes, I guess. So then the other thing to kind of point out how professional we took this yes. was we stopped halfway through to get nachos. <laughs> <laughs> so about about an hour into it, we're just chomping away. There's uh, a few references to uh, the nucleus of the nacho. <laughs> that is a dangerous place. <laughs> Are you talking uh, about the place where it's really burning hot in no, the middle? Uh, to explain the nucleus, I... I stole this term from the the sitcom King. Oh, what's it called? The King of King Queens. King of Queens, yeah. yeah. Where when you're eating nachos, you've always got one. Oh, the area that's cheesy, yeah. and then everything else is empty. So if you pick up a nacho that basically is connected to the whole entire bowl, you can essentially eat like sixteen nachos yeah, in one, yeah. and that's called the nucleus. <laughs> but if you're sharing those nachos and you do that, that's going to annoy everyone. Frowned upon. Yeah, because you. You just stole the good bit of the yeah, nachos. Yeah, that's you, right. You want to dip Everyone in else is just getting corn chips. Exactly. You want to use that nucleus to dip in uh, your individual chip and get some salsa and cheese on the rest of the uh, the bowl. Exactly. So we, we discussed that at length. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically what I decided to do was, because none of the audio was worth playing, because yep. it was just us eating chips <laughs> and the background of One Tree Hill playing, uh, it was almost impossible to decipher what we were saying, but I painstakingly listened to the entire three hours. <laughs> Did you really? And transcribed some of the best bits of the wow, show. Wow, okay. So uh, I'm about to hand over to Vicky is a script. I've not seen this before. We've got a series of these that I've got about 15 pages worth that I thought was worth uh, reliving over the course of <laughs> over the course of that the rest in, of the initial season? show. Uh, yeah, right. I think this could become a regular segment. I'll, <laughs> We'll do like one or two of these today because right. I think there's some stuff in here that we can just... Do we have a theme song? No, I haven't worked oh. out. I, I was trying to think of a segment name. It's some kind of like memories from the past yeah. or something. If, if anyone's got any suggestions on what we can call this this new segment, 0427 767 Or sin.org.au where you can send messages in via the internet for free. Yes, that's true too. So let us know, what should we call our new segment where we relive our first episode that was centred around nachos and... Um, Montreal Hill. Montreal Hill. We'll go to a song before yeah. we um, come up to what we had first. This is going to be a surprise to me. So feel free to text during the song. Again, 0427 uh, You can always congratulate us on the show. Tell us crazy stories. Or let us know what should we call the segment where we relive our history of One Tree Hill and Nachos eating. So uh, this is our next Crazy Ex-Girlfriend song. It is Filter, Happy Together. We had some filter on last week's show and actually went down quite well. So why not <laughs> do that two weeks in a row? This is from the uh, new Great Gatsby soundtrack. Enjoy. I do. I think about you day and night It's only right To think about the girl you love And hold her tight So happy together That was Happy Together by Filter and I Welcome quite like that song. 
Yeah, it's very cool from the uh, the trailer of Great Gatsby, at That's least. That's right. And uh, we're in the middle of our new segment, One Cheese Hill. <laughs> As suggested by Nick from Q. <laughs> so uh, that's the leader of the uh, segment names at the moment. If you've got uh, anything better that you would like to uh, suggest, we are wide open for suggestions at the moment on the text line. 0427767767 or cinder.org.au. Can you beat One Cheese Hill? So uh, this one is... A segment that, or a uh, script that I entitled Vicky Smith Take a Whiff. <laughs> okay. And to set the scene, we're watching an episode of One Tree Hill where a character, Dan, announces he's running for mayor. Yes, okay. And this is back in 2008, so you have to remember a lot of these conversations revolve around things that perhaps aren't as relevant today. <laughs> Five years later. Yeah. Mayor John So at the time was our ah, Melbourne yes. Lord Mayor, if uh, anyone is unfamiliar with him. And uh, we did discuss things like Coke Zero, which I guess must have been new. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, was a recurring a running joke throughout the episode about Coke Zero. Was so it? What was the joke? I don't know. It wasn't great, it was it? Not that memorable, but uh, that's just to paint the picture of what it was like in 2008. <laughs> it's like a time capsule. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's get started. So... Uh, the first line is by a character on TV, which I think is important because Vicky comments on it. So this was said by Karen. To be honest, when Dan first brought it up, I thought he was joking. <laughs> hey, Ben, I'm running for mayor. <laughs> Good joke. Ah, <laughs> thanks. We both know I'll never trump old John So. <laughs> I know. He's everyone's bro. What rhymes hilariously with Smith? She's everyone's. No, you're right. You can't compete with that. With? Vicky Smith, take a whiff. That is no campaign slogan. Take a whiff of my excellent policies and they can be on a scratch and sniff card. <laughs> I like it. This one smells like lemon. I know, that's all the uh, scratch and sniff we could afford. We couldn't afford the police smelling one. <laughs> all your policies smell the same. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember that at all. No, I didn't remember any of this. <laughs> but it's not surprising. It's almost five years ago. But True. I feel like... Since we assume we're the funniest people going around, I was thoroughly enjoying <laughs> my own com- comedy from five years ago, even if I did mumble throughout most of it and I had to re-listen to the, uh, to the clips over and over until I could understand <laughs> what I was actually saying. But that's just the first of many insights into our mind five years ago. Do you have any thoughts on it? I, l- I didn't realise I'd said something that ridiculous. Oh, you said many, many different <laughs> ridiculous statements. I think I've, like, calmed down since then. I've become a lot more sane. Oh, yeah? Maybe. Yeah, I don't think I say as ridiculous things like Vicky Smith take a whiff May anymore. I, I might want to point to the intro of the show as an exhibit to <laughs> show how that hasn't changed. Should we do another one? All right. All right. So this one, I entitled That Shire Guy. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Well, don't I get ahead of yourself. I remember my opinions on Shire LaBeouf, but anyway. All right, well, maybe you uh, have... I called him Shire Rebuff, <laughs> but I wouldn't. <laughs> You wouldn't rebuff him. I would not. Well, you have to also have to remember these are like natural conversations. So for for things like we just mishear what the other person is saying, and so it might not actually make sense. Rereading reading it, back. it, yes, because it didn't make sense at the time. <laughs> so this is after I believe from the first line. I imagine uh, Haley, who was not that popular in the show, became a famous rock star. I think that's what. Yeah, it was a lot of. Uh, I had to kind of go back into my memory to try and re-dredge out the past hits of One Tree Hill, but I think you're onto the right track And everyone at school was, like, making fun of her. For some reason, all right. Mm. So, Vicky, kick us off. Are people teasing her for being a rock star? Yeah, you're popular and famous. Sucked in. You must be making millions. Burn! Us, the popular kids, will never have that. 
Tell you who I like. Who do you like? That Shia guy. Shia LaBeouf? Oh my god, yes! I thought you were going to say Elijah Wood. How many other Shires are there? Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I got what you meant. All hobbits in general. What? The Shire, they live in the Shire. Who heard that humps get involved? Oh, hobbits! What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought you said all humps were involved. I was like, is there a camel reference that I'm not aware of? <laughs> yeah. You know who I like? Joe Camel. <laughs> you know who I like? Camel cigarettes. I'll tell you who I do like. The Marlboro Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that escalated to ridiculousness rather fast. I think that could be a tagline for our show, wouldn't you think? All humps in general. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that was just a little insight into our lives five years ago, and uh, we'll have much more of that coming up over the course of the season. So uh, feel free to stick around for that. Um, Let us know who's funnier, us of the past or us now. (laughs) (laughs) I get a feeling people will be equally as confused by both. (laughs) So uh, we'll get to our next crazy girlfriend or crazy ex-girlfriend song. This is Lazy Eye by the Silver Sun Pickups. Stick around, guys. This May, take part in Tracudac Day. It's a chance for all Aussies to help raise awareness for kids in hospital and their huge need for emergency support. If you're a school, workplace, daycare centre or sporting club, you're invited to nominate one day in May to hold a Tracudac Day fundraiser. Simply whack on your trackies and make a donation to the cause. Come on, stack up and donate. Tracudac Day, this May for the kids. To register or donate, go to tracudacday.com.au. Welcome back to the Prop Showzel with Ben and Vicky. You'd really have to hurry up on that. You've only got about, what, four days left of May? Of Tracky Dak Day? Yeah. Well, you've got to celebrate while you can. Next next month is uh, Back to Normal Work Clothes, you bums day. <laughs> <laughs> Where nev- you don't donate to anyone, just show up at work like you should. <laughs> it's never too late to get uh, ready for next year's celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Tracky Dak sales are up something chronic. <laughs> also, if I was a school, I'd be instituting Tracky Dak Day every day. You think the uh, parents would let that fly? I don't know. Who cares what parents say? I'm a school. You'd be like, you... I'd be like, you guys are uneducated. I'm a school. I know what's good for children. <laughs> I don't know if... Uh... I'm going to brainwash your children to believe that tracky dacks are formal wear. <laughs> Maybe that's where I went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put that stripe of like ribbon down the sides like you have on um, tuxedo pants. Stripe of ribbon? I've obviously never seen a tuxedo in my life. <laughs> I don't think you have ever seen a tuxedo in real life. What kind of ribbon are we talking? It's just sort of like a bit shinier on the sides. It's like a bit of shiny material down the sides of tu- tuxedo pants. Tracksuit pants often have like a line. Like I think Adidas once have similar. at least three. Okay, let's go with that. Can we just, can we just change that to, uh, to silk or something or, you know, some kind of softer material and we'll call it formal? I don't see why we can't. Good. All right, settled. <laughs> Proposal, if any school Passed. is listening... We've officially... That was uh, me pounding my gavel. No, I got it. It was good. So uh, That was me pounding my gavel under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, slushier. During the week, we had a bit of a family dinner for a change. I didn't. We didn't. Me and my family. Yes. You've been kicked out <laughs> Excluded. of our family for years now. <laughs> From when you found out I wasn't part of the family, i.e. my birth. <laughs> After your nonsense about hobbits and the like, you're like, we can't hang around her anymore. She's obviously going to affect our intelligence levels. So we uh, were reminiscing. Nice. And my sister brought up the topic 
that I was amazed that we hadn't hadn't shared on the show before, mostly because I think I'd repressed the memory. <laughs> uh, she asked me if I remembered the time when Which I... is weird because you didn't repress the memory of coming out of your mother's birth canal as it was part of your poetry to her on Mother's Day. No, I didn't repress the, the birthing process, just the time in the uterus. Oh, all right. So the time in the middle is lost. Ooh, yeah. In between, that's a blackout period. <laughs> Probably best. Just eyes closed, shoot out. She already asked me not to mention her uterus again, so let's... <laughs> well, you didn't. <laughs> let's uh, change tracks, so shall we? We were uh, at the dinner table. Yes. And my sister asked me if The she... most appropriate place not to mention uteruses, I, in uh, my opinion. I have to say, that poem's been going down quite a shriek. <laughs> <laughs> I've shared it with a couple of people now. And uh, my friend who he uh, works advertising, mm. he was presenting to Hallmark... <laughs> and uh, he was trying to think of a way to make Hallmark cool. I'm ah, like, well. Usually in these scenarios when he comes to me for help, I'm no help whatsoever. <laughs> but I'm like, bro, I've got you here. <laughs> I sent him the poem. I think he was mostly humouring me when he said he would pitch it to them. But if you see Ben's Mother's Day creepy poetry on next year's cards, then uh, you'll know who to credit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and my mum's reaction, by the way. I got home and she was on the phone and she's like, all right, got to go strangle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she, she asked for a copy of it, so I think I, think I got on her good side. Perhaps to show to the police post-murder. <laughs> that, that could be in evidence, true. So, yes, we were having dinner and my sister brought up the topic, did I remember the time when I was serenaded on my birthday? Oh. Which I did. Oh. But... I remember we've talked about something similar on the show when you're being sung happy birthday, how it's always awkward to be the person whose birthday it is just kind of... Staring. Yeah, going through the motions of having a group of people sing to you. It's not great. And uh, what I failed to mention when we discussed that on the show was my incident with that. Ah. So this is... Tales from Fiji. <laughs> Reliving Ben's overseas tales, yes. Yep. So, uh, again, it was from several years ago, probably about the time of the uh, One Tree Hill audio commentary podcast. I can only assume at our most hilarious. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't provide a Tales of Cambodia-style intro for this, but you'll have to imagine it was <laughs> quite the time. I was wanting to see how outrageous your elephant had gotten by this point. <laughs> I don't have any more Tales of Fiji to share with you, but if I ever do, I will uh, I will arrange some kind of introduction. Awesome. But you'll have to imagine one for this week. So we were at dinner, mm-hmm. and every night at dinner is quite a fancy place. They had a quartet playing um, ukulele music. Wow. And it was, you know, like... Cause Fiji's a, answer to the mariachi band. Pretty much. It was like a <laughs> tropical mariachi band. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they're just playing traditional Fijian songs and that kind of thing. And my dad had arranged for them to come over and when their birthday cake came out to serenade me with happy birthday. <laughs> and they did so, but about 20 seconds before this happened... There was uh, an old woman at a nearby table walking to her her family, and there's a slight lip on the ground, oh. and so the change in height she obviously didn't realise, and she just took a massive tumble. Oh! And I can only describe her injuries sustained were by she broke her face. Oh my gosh! She was like basically like bleeding from her mouth. Wow! I don't know if she had broken her tooth or something. I'm always oh my gosh. A, 
skeptical about the full extent of someone's injuries, but it wasn't good. Wow. And so her family was there to help her, but it was very near to our table, maybe like less than 10 metres away from our table. Oh, my gosh. And so it definitely lowered the mood all Yeah, that brings down the tone. Yeah. And so we're like, well, what do we do? We were just like kind of in shock for a little while while her family helped her and she was in tears and bleeding. And then this underwater, what's it called? The Tropical Mariachi team. <laughs> underwater would over. be amazing. Well, they, they had snorkels on them. They, they, uh, they strolled they over. They swam on over. <laughs> and start regaling us with like a Hawaiian or a Fijian happy birthday version. It was the most awkward oh, that you could ever... And in the background, a woman's crying and bleeding. Yeah, and her family's, oh, like, trying to console her and get her some help. And uh, You can't enjoy that happy birthday. It wasn't my best. No. How can you possibly enjoy that? It was tough. Yeah, it, you're, like, already trying to put on a bit of a like, goofy oh, smile. Yeah, in, it's going to be okay. Well, not even in the... Uh, the event of injury. Oh, in the, event in the normal of, event, in the uh, event of Fiji and happy birthday. Yeah, you're like, all right, well, can we just get this over with? I'll just appreciate it. Like, uh, you're going to a good effort, but I don't know what to do here. I have a friend... Um, compounded that. I have a friend who, speaking of similar situations, is a missionary in Papua New Guinea. Okay. He's a Christian missionary, I should mention. He's there to speak to people about Jesus being the message of Christians. And, that um, is the traditional Christian God. Yes. <laughs> So apparently he's like, man, it's so easy going there. It's completely different to being a missionary anywhere else. He like t- walks up to someone in the street. He's like, hi. And they're like, hey, what's up? And he's like, can I talk to you about Jesus? And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So then he does. He's like, oh, I reckon my friend might want to hear this. And he knocks on the door of like this guy's roommate. And he's like, this guy's here to talk to you about Jesus. <laughs> he's like, okay. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, hang on, my friend's coming over. You can just wait till then. He might want to hear about it too. Like <laughs> they just starve for any attention there or something. Well, not even. It's just like mm, okay, like They're I'm just, not doing anything. Well, it'd be impolite to send you away. You've obviously come all this way here. Well, not even that. It's just like oh, I'm not doing anything. Why not hear about Jesus for 20 minutes? What else have I got to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, with And that, then they're like, do you want to become a Christian? Okay. Yes. Do I have to do anything? <laughs> no. Just okay. uh, pledge your allegiance to our God and Savior. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can do that. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> if you're any So that's how easygoing islanders are. They just sing happy birthday in the face of any uh, down... Traumatic experiences. Yeah. yeah. So let's wrap up our four-year rambliversary, being the anniversary of our podcast that began four years ago, with a bit of what did we learn this week? Why don't we do that? I've learnt that Hugh Jackman and his maracas would make for a pretty fun day. I've learned that you forgot to ask what the deer saw me doing. What does he do? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I've learnt that being serenaded while an old woman bleeds in the corner <laughs> is not the best way to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> I've learned that I used to have a thing for the Marlboro Man. <laughs> I've learnt that in 2008, I knew way too much about Mark Schwann. <laughs> I've learned that it's so easy to accumulate girlfriend points by the mere natural moving of my arm in a backwards motion. And I've learnt that the tambourine murder spree of 06 was hell on all of us. <laughs> I was one day from retirement. Isn't that always the case? And uh, that's the accumulation of our knowledge over the last hour, I would say. So thanks, everyone, for listening. You can get us facebook.com slash propshozel. 
and you can email me if you would like to share any of your thoughts on today's episodes or basically just anything in general. We'd love to hear from you, Ben at InsaneRamblings.net. I'm Vicky at InsaneRamblings.net. Or just podcast at InsaneRamblings.net to get the show. You can also uh, rate and review us on iTunes if you look up either Prop Shozel or Insane Ramblings. That way you can go through our past four-year catalogue and catch some of the highlights as well as making sure the show gets downloaded to your iTunes as soon as it comes out. Exactly. And you can get uh, all of those Tokyo slumber parties and everything else that we mentioned during the week right there. So uh, thanks again for listening. I'll play you out with a little bit of Puddle of Mud. This is She Hates Me. I think there's a language warning on this one. And uh, we'll be right back next week. Tune in for our 100th episode at midday next Sunday. Exactly. Thanks for listening. We can finally syndicate. Finally. (laughs) Met a girl Thought she was grand Fell in love Found out first hand Went well For a week or two Then it all Came unglued In a trap Trip I can't grip Never thought I'd be the one who'd sleep Then I started off our three hour recording <laughs> three hours of gold oh my god i don't think this is gonna edit to anything uh, this would... is gonna be like a couple of funny lines that will make sense out of context no way yeah they're none none that makes sense out of context a and b because we knew it was recording it was like i don't know it's different when you know it's recording we'll see how it goes and then again i wasn't really trying to be hilarious so I'm always trying to be hilarious. So really? Affect me anyway. <laughs> well, I didn't really try to be funny, so I guess it wouldn't really work. I wasn't really thinking about it. Well, that's good. Why? Because <laughs> it gets worse. Uh, I assume there'd be too much pressure. And yeah. You'd say things like uh, chuckle block. <laughs> I never say that. <laughs> no, I don't think I have a very good radio personality. I can't be funny on command. Yeah, that's the thing. And people's like, tell a joke. I have no idea what to say. But, like, even if we're talking about something potentially funny, like, I don't know. Like, I can only think of things that are funny when I think of them, like the Max being a cult. Like, things that are like, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of thing I find funny, though. It has to be, like, something where you're like, oh my god, yeah. I know what you mean. Funny and true. Yeah, that's what's funny, though. That's why, like, Seinfeld is so funny. Because you're like, that is so true. Without nothing, and yet without everything. All right, are we turning off this recording? Yeah. I don't want to hear them recording our um, rock band. You got some more songs? Yeah. Multiplayer? Yes. Insane ramblings.